Hello, everyone. Before we jump into the episode, we wanted to give you a quick message. At the I Should Have Known podcast, we choose topics and themes ahead of time. For this month, we had chosen travel in Europe for our theme. In light of recent events, we feel that we cannot do that without acknowledging the war in Ukraine. We want to let all of our patrons know that for this month, all of your donations that normally go to supporting the show are going to be donated to local organizers here in Poland who are helping those fleeing from Ukraine. We want to thank everyone for listening and for taking a little break from the world with us. Hug your loved ones a little closer today and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast, the trivia podcast that can't be trusted. Each week, our Quizmaster presents you with four big facts on a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. And we are kicking off a new themed month. For March, we are doing everything about European travel. So the three of us all live in Europe. We're not from here originally. And so we're doing topics around traveling in Europe, regions of Europe, all kinds of different things. And this week, our Quizmaster is Soups. Hello. And he is going to be presenting us with four facts about unexpected wine countries. So not the first countries you think of when you think of wine. And you can join me, Andy, and our other host, Tanner, in figuring out which one of his facts is a lie. Yeah, I want to say unexpected countries for the listeners if you're not a connoisseur <laughs> of wine. Yeah. And yeah. so so we're definitely not going to be talking about French, Italian, or Spanish wine or okay. Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Wines are actually divided into two worlds. So you have the old world and the new world. Mm-hmm. The old world countries are basically Middle East and Europe, which is considered like the birthplace of wine. Yeah. And these wines, they tend to be lighter bodied and lower in alcohol. Okay. And grapes are indigenous to this region of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have the New World wine. Basically, these countries are like more open to experimentation. Yeah. Okay. Which brings me then to the low-hanging grape of the week. Yes, (laughs) Yes. right. We know the fruit this time. (laughs) Right. Um, Name any three countries that constitute the New World wines. New World wines. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh. Okay, so we're not talking about Europe. No. U.S., Argentina. South Africa. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So these are all new world wines. All Mm -hmm. right. So we ready for the facts? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fact number one. Wines from Georgia are more acidic, hence they are healthier. Mm. Oh, boy. Georgia, the country, not the state. Yes. Yes. So, of course. (laughs) Yeah. So we're talking about Europe and European travel and Georgia. Yeah. I think any of this stuff about healthy wine or whatever, it's like, wine's not healthy. You know what I mean? Like, how do you even determine that? It's very hokey to me. Okay. Being more acidic, though, this is something that could be true. Mm -hmm. All alcohol is bad for you. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Stop trying to pretend that it could be good for you. It can be good for your soul, but it's bad for you. Yeah. People talk about antioxidants and chocolate and wine and especially red wine, things like this. Like, okay, you can argue that for lots and lots of foods. But if you're saying acidity makes it healthy or healthier than other wines. Correct. So that's not necessarily good for you, but healthier. Yeah, I I think that's a bunch of bunk. But (laughs) the part that 
maybe our Georgian wines more acidic though. Yeah. yeah That's right. the bit that I don't know. I love Georgian wines, but I don't mm-hmm. I don't know how acidic they are. I don't yeah. know where they stand amongst other wines. Yeah. It's interesting. I think a lot of people, you know, coming from a US perspective, talking about traveling to Europe, even know there's a country called Georgia mm-hmm. and it is a part of Europe. Yeah. And it's like literally one of the oldest histories of wine yeah. production. And you get a bottle of wine when you arrive yeah. at the airport. <laughs> yeah, but only to foreigners, not yes. the locals. Yeah, not yeah. locals. I yeah. know. I always feel a little bad for her yeah. and he Georgians. <laughs> but I've like never seen a wine section bigger than in Georgia. Yeah. yeah. It's endless. Yeah. yeah. They're so proud of their wines. Yeah. They have so yeah. many. Definitely. So let's give some context about why Georgian wines are healthier. Yeah. Very recently, actually, UNESCO recognized Georgian winemaking on the list of intangible heritage of humanity. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. And Georgian wines are more acidic in taste and they are healthier as compared to your daily wine. It's not like, oh, yeah, stop taking any other health drink and start drinking bottles and bottles. <laughs> yeah. But it's just when you compare Aww. it to your other wine from the shelf, uh-huh. right? Okay. The Georgian wines are healthier because all Georgian wines do not contain any sort of sulfites. Oh. So okay. it's all organic. Mm-hmm. And as you're mentioning about antioxidants, mm-hmm. so Georgian wine, they contain a lot of antioxidants. Mm-hmm. And they say that if you drink Georgian wine, you're going to have higher bone density. You are less likely to suffer from heart disease and have better cognitive functions. Okay. And who said this? <laughs> Big Georgia's Georgian wine. Yeah. Travel. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody on the internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a good reason to try out some Georgian wine. Yeah. Yeah. Whether I, it's true or not. Yeah. I mean, I love wine. I don't need an excuse to drink wine, though. Yeah. So uh, this is a tricky fact then. Yeah. But do I think they're more acidic? I think that's where I'm going to sit with mm-hmm. it. I mean, the sulfites might check out. I know that that's a big thing in wine. Yeah. Cheap wines have them. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gives you more of a headache and yeah. things yeah. like this. Yeah. Could be not totally impossible. Yeah, I mean, I believe somebody says that. But I also think <laughs> somebody says any kind of wine yeah. is good for you. True, true. We'll have to listen to the next three to find yeah. out. Yeah. All right. Okay, so let's move on to fact number two. Moldovian wine industry contributes about 25% to the country's GDP. Mm. Okay. Moldova. Yeah, another great place to visit. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And has good wine. Yeah. And like huge wine cellars. Mm-hmm. That's like the draw. Yeah. Some of the biggest wine cellars in the world yeah. are in Moldova. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another country I think many people don't know about. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hidden gem. Yeah. yeah, it really is. We got a bottle of wine as a gift. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so although not very well known to the Western world, but mm-hmm. because of its closeness to the Black Sea, Moldova also sits in an area where like the first wines were made. But Moldovian wines were actually hidden from the world for about 50 years when it was part of the Uh Soviet Union. Right. Okay. Because they took majority of the exports. Until 2006, Russia and Ukraine combined bought about 95% of Moldovian wines. And then there was a bit of dispute in 2006 when Russia stopped buying Moldovian wines because Moldova said, we don't like Russian troops in our land. So Mm -hmm. yeah, and Moldovian wines, usually they're dry. They have their own bunch of local grapes, but Merlot or Chardonnay, Mm -hmm. they dominate the production. Okay, interesting. Okay. 
One thing I remember about Moldova, so we crossed the border from Romania into Moldova and then took a marshutka, mm-hmm. like a little the, tiny the bus. van, a yeah. very small bus to Chisinau. And when we were driving through, every single house had grapevines. They had like a little courtyard and it had grapevines. Mm-hmm. Every single house. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it makes sense that I'm sure every one of those houses makes their own <laughs> yeah, wine. They had a house red, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 25%, that seems low. <laughs> That's a lot of grapes. A lot of grapes, a lot yep. of wine. Yeah, so I knew that these two countries are big for wine. Mm-hmm. But the facts are still tricky. Yeah. Which one's true or not. All right, keep thinking. Let's move on to fact number three. Fact number three, there are more than 25 wineries in Andorra. Okay. Tiny European country. (laughs) So this is a space issue, right? Are they stacked on top of each other? Yeah, right. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah, so Andorra is the 16th smallest country in the world by land. They have a population of about 85,000 people. Okay. Andorra is most famous for tobacco farming, but because it is sandwiched between two very famous wine regions, uh, Mm -hmm. Catalonia and Southern France, Andorra also has a history of producing top-class wine. Mm -hmm. Andorra has a lot of hilly areas Mm -hmm. and mountains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is where all the vineyards are Mm -hmm. because, first of all, they are getting uninterrupted sun. Right. And secondly, what makes Andorran wine very popular is that because these vineyards are on the top of the hills, right, they can't transport any machines to the top of the hills. So okay. everything's like handmade. Ah. Okay. And they produce in limited quantities. Right. And the winemaking culture actually came to Andorra as an experiment mm-hmm. in the late 1980s. And then oh, it sort wow. of took off. That's very uh, late. Like okay. diff- yeah, yeah, very late. Very late. The viticulture. I yeah. remember when we were there, we had beer from yeah. Andorra's only brewery. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were trying out the beers, not, yeah. the, wines. not the wines. We're, yeah. we're beer people. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, 25 seems like a lot. It does. It's Actually, a very small country. Yeah. But, I mean, it's possible because, like he said, there's small wineries. Yeah. But still seems like a high number, 25. Hmm. Yeah. And it's also not what I would think of when I'm thinking of like things from Andorra or wines from Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andorra definitely doesn't come to yeah. mind. Well, Andorran wine. These are unexpected <laughs> wine countries. The <laughs> so that's literally the theme yeah. of what, spot what, on. what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. yeah. I mean, because it's a very mountainous country, yeah. of course. I don't remember seeing any vineyards. But I mean, that that's not a good reason to not think that there's, <laughs> you know, that's not a good reason. Right. Yeah. Very surprising what you said about how late the wine came there, yep. considering its location. Mm-hmm. But that's not the fact. Yeah. So 25. I don't know. I'm going to have to put a pin in that one and hear the last fact. Yeah. Okay, sure. Fact number four. While you celebrate Valentine's Day on 14th February, Macedonia celebrates St. Tryphon, the patron saint of gardeners and wine growers. Mm. Okay. Again, another country with a deep-rooted history in wine and winemaking, Mm -hmm. Macedonia. Archaeological discovery shows that winemaking has been prevalent in this region since 13th century BC. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But this tradition that I'm talking about, where basically winemakers go to the vineyards for the first time in the new year and they start cutting the vines. Mm -hmm. They believe that St. Typhon who was an Orthodox Christian saint, has like a torch in the ground and the snow 
begins to melt. Okay. He is also honored by like bartenders as he's the protector for wine and wine. So uh-huh. mm-hmm. you also get like a glass of free wine on the 14th of Feb when you go. <laughs> oh wow, I didn't know that. Two bucks. Yeah. Let me just quick message all of my Macedonian friends. <laughs> Damn. Huh. Definitely booking that next February. Yeah. Think I've about never, a trip to Macedonia. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I've, I've only ever been there in the summer. Yeah, we've been to Macedonia quite a few times, but... I don't remember wine being a thing. Yeah. Again, we went to a, a beer fest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. So now you got to do a wine tour of yeah. these countries. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Hmm. I could imagine this being a fact. I'm trying to think of how it could be a lie. Like, I don't think anyone would just make this totally up, you know? Uh, yeah. But maybe his Saint Day is a different day. Yeah, the Valentine's Day connection yeah. could be different. Yeah. That or it's an entirely different country that does oh, the saint. Good point. Yeah. Like, they have wine in Macedonia, but it's a different country does the saint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a tough That's one. That's a lot to think about, those four facts. Yeah. But very interesting countries. Yeah, and I feel like I need a glass of wine. <laughs> Can you repeat those for us before we take a guess at which one we think is the lie? Absolutely. Fact number one. Wines from Georgia are more acidic Hence, they are healthier. Fact number two, Moldovian wine industry contributes about 25% to the country's GDP. Fact number three, there are more than 25 wineries in Andorra. Fact number four, while you celebrate Valentine's Day, Macedonia celebrates St. Trifon, the patron saint of gardeners and wine growers. Okay. Which one do you think is a lie? (laughs) For me, number one jumps out. Oh. So I totally agree that Georgians say that their wine is healthier for you. Yeah. But I think it's for the opposite reason. I think it's less acidic because I'm thinking of good wine. You want to get further from vinegar taste. Okay. So less acidic would be better. Okay. Just a stab in the dark here. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe. I'm thinking it's two or three. Okay. So the 25 is either way too high or way too low. Like that's going to be the lie. For the percent GDP? For percent GDP in Moldova. Yeah. Or number three with the number of vineyards. Yeah. 25 seems high. Yeah. That seems too high for such a small country. Yeah. I mean, Andorra is definitely bigger than you think. Yeah. Because like, I think a lot of people think of the Vatican or Monaco, which Mm -hmm. are truly like you can walk across them very easily in a few hours. They're just like cities. Yeah. But Andorra is a country with multiple cities. Yeah. Andorra is larger than you think. So like maybe that's right. But 25 still seems high. But then again, I don't know what's a normal number of (laughs) vineyards in a place. Like, yeah. Right. My context is thrown I off by the no one brewery. Yeah. The one brewery. It has one brewery. I know that. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> so if we do an episode on unexpected beer, yeah, I would know that then one. I would know that. I also can name a lot of beers from Macedonia. <laughs> True. I want to say maybe the GDP is different. Okay. Cool. All right. And Tanner, you think Georgian wine is less acidic? That's right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So fact number one and two. Mm-hmm. Wines from Georgia are more acidic. Ah, okay. Okay. Yes. I mean, you can yeah. test acidity. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. can't really prove healthier. Yeah. 
And Moldovan wine does contribute 25% to the country's GDP. Okay. I mean, 25 is high. Yeah. Which means that the lie, if a country only has one brewery, yeah. how yeah. on earth are they going to fit 25 <laughs> See, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. Still don't understand. No. <laughs> okay. How many wineries do you think there are? Six. Three. It's five. Okay. okay there we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So we were yeah. thinking five times too yeah. many. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I just wanted to make it a little more confusing. That, Good you call. Know, because I know that you know that it's not that small a country, yeah. Yeah. but also the location and the geography. Yeah. The first winery only started producing wine in 2006. Wow. From wow. 88 to 2006, they were like cultivating the land and everything. Yeah. And mm. So the first batch came out only in 2006. Wow. So very, very recent. Very recent. It is a small country, so I guess I really should have known. Yeah, I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. We will be continuing our Europe travel-themed month for the rest of this month. And if you are listening on Spotify, then we would ask you pretty, pretty please to rate our show, which you can do now. And as always, thanks for listening. Yeah. Russian Voldemort. Yeah.